are listening to the Lifted Life Podcast. We created the show to help you live a lifted life. Welcome back to the show, everyone. It's episode 160 of the Lifted Life Podcast, and this week we wanted to talk to you about rejection. And in the words of Tim Hall, you know what we're talking about, right? <laughs> right before I hit record, I said, you know. I don't even know the show title. Do you know what we're talking about? You got this, right? You got this, right? And... That is the essence of our life. You got this right. <laughs> Just kidding. There's definitely things that Tim is very good at that I don't want to do and I don't do because Tim's so good at them. Mm-hmm. And that's a big part of, I think, our business success and marriage success. If I have mm-hmm. to just take a moment and just be a bit braggadocious for a minute, I think that it's me really seeing and valuing and appreciating all the things you do that you're good at mm-hmm. and then feeling 0% bad that I'm not doing them and then vice versa for you to also say, wow, you do such a good job at this. This is so good. You're amazing. But also then not feeling bad that you're not doing it. Yeah, that was a something that was um, an adjustment for me when, when I transitioned from working in corporate America or eh, not like corporate America, but in the J-O-B. J-O-B into becoming a business owner slash doing an entrepreneur, doing whatever has to be done. This I is really you doing and whatever I, I want all the time. Um, <laughs> um, so that was a transition to not feel like I, I feel like before I had to like kind of prove I was worth it, like sh- to show um, that I was pulling my weight per se. Or that I was worth the investment the company was spending on me uh, for my salary. Like I had to. At your job, you felt that. Yeah. Way. Okay. And, and then that, some of that transitioned over to lifted when I was like trying to like show you like look at all the stuff I'm I doing. Said, Honey, I'm like, we don't do it that we way don't over play here. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do it that way over here. But I think that tied into the fear of rejection. Mm-hmm. I was afraid at my other job of being rejected on some level, like I really didn't think that they were going to walk in and fire me, but I sure wanted to be sure that it was a hard decision if they had to get to that. Like, <laughs> right. look at all the stuff he does. And we got to get rid of someone. <laughs> I feel like it's a mentality of a lot of people is like, I have to show them how hard I'm working so I don't get rejected. I think that's a great tie in. And I do want to talk about this idea of rejection because I think the number one person who rejects us is always ourself. For sure. We are the hardest critics that we have. We are tough on ourselves, whether we realize it or not. And it is our own rejection that we fear the most, our own uh, lack of approval that we refuse to give ourselves. And yet there is also outside rejection that we're all dealing with on a daily basis. And I think it is the idea of that rejection that keeps us from pursuing our most elevated lifted life. And when we are able to see it from a different vantage point, I think we're able to take more chances, take more risks. And instead of just learning how to deal with rejection, we don't see it as rejection anymore. We're able to Mm -hmm. see it in a whole new lens of risk and adventure and, um, you know, being proud of ourselves for going after something. And, and so that's why I thought today would be a wonderful day to talk about this idea of feeling rejected, getting rejected, and actually the whole fear idea, of fear of rejection, mm-hmm. which keeps you from doing anything. So one of the reasons this idea came to me was because we are, okay, so take it back one step. How do we do? It's getting close to the end of the year. 2021 is wrapping up, right? It is, yeah. 
Do you disagree? <laughs> no, I agree. I was going to say something smart aleck, like, thank God it's over. Or something like that. But then why Jinx 2022 doesn't deserve that? Right. 2021 has been tricky for a lot of us. Mm-hmm. And so um, just even from the standpoint that it, whatever it is, good, bad, or indifferent of a year for you, mm-hmm. it is November as we record this mm-hmm. towards the end of November is sneaking up and then comes December and then the year's over and we do love to do a lot of reflection. I think that's a big part of personal development and growth is being willing to take an honest look at what's been working and what hasn't. That's mm-hmm. been one of our shows we've done at the end of the year and we may do it again this year, but taking a look at what's been working and what hasn't and within lifted, that's no exception. We do it every year. I start to get pretty excited this time of year because I, I like to look forward to the new year with new energy, new enthusiasm. And one of the things we decided that we were going to do in the new year and begin right away because who wants to wait for January 1st to start with the excitement, right? Is to pursue new audiences for our goods, for our mood probiotics. Mm -hmm. And so uh, this came from the conclusion that I can make videos all day long for the same 10 to 20 people that listen and watch my videos on social media or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or I could go out to another audience and talk to hundreds, maybe thousands of people who have never even heard of the Lifted brand. And so we connected with a an authority in the industry who's helping connect me to podcasts, who's pitching me to be on shows. And I had this realization as I was laying in bed last night that I am literally probably getting rejected left and right. And yeah. I don't even know it. Ooh. So this company is pitching me to be on podcasts. And presumably some people or podcast hosts mm-hmm. or their assistants has said, oh, you know, I think we're going to pass. No, thanks. But I don't even know it. Yeah. I mean, it's possible they're pitching hundreds of shows a day. Yeah, possible. Possibly. Yeah. And I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I think it's hilarious that until I had that thought, I didn't feel rejected. And then suddenly I did. But I am no rookie. I know how to be the watcher of my mind and say, isn't that interesting? Isn't that fascinating that until I had this thought, I didn't feel rejected. But now that I have this thought of I'm probably getting rejected, I felt rejected. (laughs) And so the rejection itself is this neutral thing. It's only when we apply a thought and make it mean something that it can change how we feel. It reminds me of uh, my mentor. He used to um, always talk about doing like a, not cold calls, but point of like selling people up on the street because he ran a karate school, uh, Jesse Elder. He ran a karate school and the way he made money was to have um, more students. The more students he made, the more he, more students he had, the more money he made. So he had to do prospecting. He had to go out on the streets and say, hey, have you ever took karate in your life and try to get someone to um, come to his school? And he had the saying, some will, some won't, next person. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's convinced himself it's not personal. Mm-hmm. Some people will, some people won't. It's okay, next person. Mm-hmm. And that's how he got himself to do prospecting and go out and get more and more students knowing that it's not a fit for everyone. Not everyone will say yes, but someone will, next person. Yeah. And I it, thought that was, inter- like it didn't mean much to me then because I'd never have done that in my life. Like mm-hmm. of all the good jobs I've done, I've never had to do sales. Mm-mm. And I even don't, I don't even do sales for lifting. So um, <laughs> it reminds me of this other point yeah. I had written down, which is that yes lives in the land of no. Mm-hmm. I have that written down from the Prosperous Coach book that I have read several years ago by Rich Litvin and Steve Chandler. And it's this idea that 
the yes that you're wanting. It lives in the land of no, and you have to wade mm -hmm. through these no's, but they're wonderful because you know that the more no's you get through, you're getting to that yes. And I think so many of us are unwilling to experience the no that we never get to the yes. Or another way of looking at what you just said is, if out of 100 people, one will say yes, for every no you get, you're one more no closer to the yes. Yeah, it's a numbers game. Yeah, it's just flat numbers game. Like, okay, I got that one out of the way. Next one, next one, next one. Right. And then, you know, another way of kind of looking at this um, is this idea that kind of ranking how we look at this possibility of rejection. If we have something that we want and we ask for it, there's a chance we get a yes. And that's pretty much the best case scenario. You ask and they say yes. But the second best case scenario is that you ask and they say no. And why is that? Well, because you asked, you actually got out of your own way and pursued the thing that you desired. And so even though it looks like no is a, a, a rejection or some sort of failure, mm -hmm. instead changing how you look at that and seeing it as another win is the game changer. And then the third on the list is that you don't ask and you don't receive what you want. And that is essentially what we want to avoid. Yeah. That is what we want to. It's a guaranteed no. Right. That yeah. is what we want to evolve um, into a new way of seeing from this episode 160 of the Live to Life podcast. What do you think about a no being like an, an actual rejection of no more being not yet? Like that's what I've been trying to focus on things that I feel like I want in my life. I want to do, and they're not coming. I've been thinking of maybe not yet. You're not ready. Mm -hmm. Even though you feel like you want that, you're not, you can't handle it. You're not ready for that yet. So a no is not necessarily a never no. It's just not yet. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. I think it's getting too much, um, grasping is never healthy. It's, uh, it's with the flow of allowing well, that we, we've discussed so many times, so many in the beginning of lifted so many things that I wanted right away. I think I've looked back and said, there's no way we could have handled that in that time. We, we said ready. we wanted it. Yeah. But it was more of a not yet because mm -hmm. you're not ready for that. Right. Yeah. And it's so easy to say, yeah, that's how that was. But now all these things that I want now, mm -hmm. I want them now. Yeah. <laughs> and, and if you were to apply that same wisdom that of insight, from what you've been through on what some level I'm not ready yet. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's not here, even though it seems like, no, no, that was only relevant then. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, let's take a quick break. I don't usually do it this early, but I just want to make sure I don't forget sometimes at the end of the show before I remember that this episode has been brought to you by our four mood probiotics with two formulas that have probiotics only and two formulas that have probiotics with prebiotics. We are certain to have a formula that works for you. So check out our website, amazon.com or walmart.com to learn more about those formulas from us. Back to the show. Okay. What I want to say was that on some level, I think that every single one of us is blocked by the fear of rejection. And that is mm -hmm. blocking us from pursuing what we want. Like, why aren't you going after this dream goal, this dream aspiration, whatever it is that you think you want, the thing that nudges you, the thing that comes to you in your sleep, why aren't you going after it? And on some level, it's the fear of rejection, the fear of it not working out, the fear of judgment being woven into the rejection. And at a core level, we're really just rejecting ourselves. I think it all comes back to, do I love and accept myself? 
what I'm doing, who I'm being, how I'm showing up. Because I feel like from that core premise of loving ourselves, accepting ourselves, being proud of ourselves, it becomes irrelevant what other people think about us. And so often it's other people's judgment that's then it's wrapped behind our own judgment of ourself. If you truly do love and appreciate and accept yourself for who you are, other people's judgments of you just don't land as hard. Yeah. I'm just trying to think, why does that, like, I agree with what you're saying. Um, but why is it so hard? <laughs> like, why is it so hard to do? Why is it, um, hard to, I mean, we've talked about before. It's that, um, on some deep level, it's like, you need the pact to, to accept you. So you're not ostracized and pushed out and you have to survive on your own, which that's no longer true for humanity. But <laughs> on some level that's still there. I think for me personally, I've been doing, continuing with my rigorous meditation schedule. Mm -hmm. And when I do that, it's like this really potent anchoring activity of bringing the focus back within myself and connecting to my highest self Mm -hmm. and a higher power Mm -hmm. and doing it in a very deep way, not just a quick one minute, but sometimes five, 10, 15, 20 minutes, even longer. It's this incredibly anchoring activity that allows me to see things through a different lens of what really matters most. And I think on some level it's primal, like you said, that Mm -hmm. we have this fear of exile, but a lot of it is also just where we place our focus. And if we're placing our focus all day long outside of ourselves, at our kids, at our spouse, at our family, at our friends, at our colleagues, all day long, we're splattered with our energy and no wonder their opinion of us matters so much. We're mm-hmm. giving so much focus and energy mm-hmm. to it. So it feels like yet another example of how powerful it can be to slow down, go within, center yourself, align yourself, anchor yourself. I use different words because different ones will resonate. Mm-hmm. And for each one I list, three different people will choose three different words. But once you learn how to do that, to bring your energy and harness it, um, you are granting yourself the greatest power that you have. You are aligning your focus with what matters most to you. So I think that gives you a leg up on becoming rejection proof, so to speak, because you know that it starts and ends with how you view yourself, how you approve of and love yourself. Everyone else's opinion is just feedback extra data yeah not the core most important thing yeah I, I think most people don't realize how powerful they are and how much they can do on their own I, I think like you said we feel like you need those external things to validate and support who you are but truly it's really the other way around yeah like you at your said. core it's yeah. about who you are yeah. and then from that place you can connect very deeply mm-hmm. um but only once you harness that energy. Most of us spend our whole lives with energy that's dispersed, myself included. I feel like this is something I'm really going deep with and studying and it's connected to the work of Dr. Joe Dispenza, who I I love the book, Becoming Supernatural, Mm -hmm. connected to the book, The Energy Codes by Dr. Sue Mortner. 
saying that right, I hope, I don't know. But when I continue to put my focus on their teachings, I'm realizing more and more that I am very free. I feel very good because I am learning to harness my energy, my power of focus. And, and from that place, um, aligning with what matters most to me and becoming somewhat rejection proof. And I think that when we, I say that word, it's kind of, I kind of smile a bit as I say it, because Mm -hmm. of course you're still going to possibly get rejected in life, but it's about what you make it mean. And when you value it in a way of, did I go after what I want? Did I at least make the ask? And that's a yes. Then you'll realize that that's what matters most of all. Maybe you didn't land the big gig that you had hoped to do, but you know you went for it. Mm-hmm. And on some level, that is enough. Yeah. It's absolutely enough because that creates momentum towards the next thing that you have the courage to go for. I think it's that one step at a time rather than leaving it all in your back pocket, hoping for the best, saving it for a rainy day kind of mentality. Actually going for it and, and making the ask and doing the thing that you want to do, knowing that yes lives in the land of no. Knowing that no is not personal. It's not about you. It's just not the right time. I think also after our last podcast, um, we were driving somewhere and I was telling you, it was a few days later, that I resonated with everything we said about the be, do, have. Like it all made perfect sense to me. And, the, you know, without a shadow of a doubt, like that's exactly how the universe works. I totally agree with that. That's how I want to live. Yeah. Three days later, I'm like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I told you, I'm like, I feel like a hypocrite. Like I felt fully authentic to, to agree with you, to talk about it and say, that's 100% how it works. And still realize that I fall back on default mode when I'm not putting my when I'm not paying attention where my focus is going, I fall back on de- default mode and have, 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 have and the world's happening to me, not yeah. by me, but to me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, it's not. And then you have to reset. And I was kind of feel like a failure, for example. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm not. And then I think you were like, it's a practice. Mm-hmm. It's a muscle memory. It's you, you're aware, you're aware that you're doing it. You're aware that it happened. Not correct. Right. And just keep correcting. And eventually those times will get shorter and shorter and shorter. And something else I remember saying to you, which was really good, <laughs> was that it's not about listening to it on a podcast once, or in our case, talking about it on a podcast once. Yeah. You got to journal about it. You yeah. got to meditate on it, pray on it. Whatever it is you do, you've got to continue to bring it to your awareness. It's an active practice to live your life in a way of be, do, have, or to live your life in a way of repaving the way you look at rejection. It's not mm-hmm. just, I heard it on a podcast. I'm good. And I, I personally think the awareness is huge. If you can catch yourself doing it and realize it, that's huge mm-hmm. because you're aware that it's happening. You're aware that's not what you want. Now fix it. Well, I think the very first level is awareness. And then the mm-hmm. next level is a bit of compassion. Yeah. So curiosity, not judgment. Mm-hmm. If you can bring compassion to the awareness now I think you're evolving at a lightning speed. Yeah. And then you can begin to implement new changes of how do I want to be? I can recognize that I'm not being the way I want to be, whether it has to do with rejection or whether it has to do with my goals in some other way. Um, I think that awareness and then compassion are two really gentle ways to lead to changes in your life and our lives. That's a good step, I think. I think so too. All right. I think we wrap it up. We got mm-hmm. some weird headphone stuff going on. We do. Uh, we got left ear going out, right ear going out. It's moving around. <laughs> it's moving all around. And on one other note, in the warm up today, I did the Golden Girls jingle. 
I think it was bad luck. You should have did your standard. Uh, Hello from Adele. Adele. But then we played it back and I listened to it and I started singing over it and it was really cool. So if you want to hear a Sylvie Sylvie duet, just let us know. <laughs> Maybe we'll have a, we could record a special. Yeah, I actually did delete the a Christmas I, special. Yeah. Oh, you know, I can replicate. I know that. you'll do it again. Yeah. Stay tuned. If you enjoyed the show, Send a link to a friend, go leave a review, or even just message us and let us know, comment on a social post. All of those are little ways to let us know you're listening. Helps us to keep showing up every week on the Lives of Life podcast. We'll see you next week.